Hi, I'm Lucas James. And I'm Jordan Ross. And we're the co-hosts of How to Scale an Agency. After scaling our own agencies to over $185,000 per month in sales and working with agencies doing hundreds of millions of dollars in revenue like Hawk Media and Neil Patel, we've made this show to interview the top digital marketing agency owners and highlight the fastest ways to scale your agency. If you'd like to join the best digital marketing agency community on the planet and let us help you scale, go to agencygo.io to sign up today. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of How to Scale an Agency. I'm on with Rob Carnes. He has a company called Stunning Digital Marketing. He does a lot of website development, email marketing, WordPress security, and all sorts of marketing work. I love having you on the show, man. Thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Lucas. Such a pleasure. So tell me a little bit about Stunning Digital Marketing. How long have you been doing it for? Could you give the listeners some context around that? Yeah, sure can. So I spent 21 of years of my career in healthcare, in tech support of all places. And I came out of that 12 years ago and the agency came out of there and I started doing web work and realized pretty quickly, not only did you have to have a website, but you had to find a way to market that website because having a website with no traffic, we all know is is useless. So I went into full scale marketing, everything from email marketing to PPC ads to podcasting to you name it. So kind of how it came about. I love it. And I see that you obviously, you know, have a podcast as well. What has it been like having a podcast? And also how long have you had this podcast? A lot of the listeners want to start a podcast, but they haven't decided yet if it's right for them. What an awesome question. So I want to jump in. There's a a well-known marketer by name of David Gearhart. David was the CMO up at Drift, and he said in his book, Founder Brand, that every founder needs to start a podcast. So he he (laughs) says that quote right in in his book, and it's one of those must-read books. I started my podcast in 2019. At the time I started it, I had written over 10,000 blog posts in 12 years for my business across four different domains. And I finally looked at this and said, I did so much writing for clients, for friends, for myself, for other reasons. I'm not blogging anymore. Mm -hmm. And I was already in the podcast space as an avid listener. I've got probably right now, I've got 12 or 14 podcasts on my phone that gear everything (laughs) from business to mental health, believe it or not, all kinds of stuff. A couple of my good friends and mentors in this space, one is Bob Dunn, Bob WP. He currently does a podcast called Do the Woo, which is all Mm -hmm. WooCommerce, and sat down, talked with Bob and said, I'm going to jump in and start a podcast. And he's like, that's a great idea, Rob. You, You like podcasting? I said, yeah. But the mistake I made was I jumped in and I started two podcasts at once. (laughs) I had nothing better to do. And yeah. that lasted, oh, about uh, five five weeks. And then I merged the two into one. And I just recently published episode 250, believe it or not, of my podcast. So, wow. Yeah. I'm seeing it here. 250, you know, over the course of, let's say, 150 weeks, uh, given, you know, the last three years, you're pumping out more than one episode a week, basically, roughly around two a week, roughly. Usually two. Usually I'll do a quick solo tip, which is five to 10 minutes usually. And then I'll do an interview. The whole key with podcasting is for listeners is to be organized. So I always record ahead of time. So Mm. I'm already now recording for me at the end of August. 
So I'm all, I'm that far ahead on the on the evergreen content. So that's the whole key because every episode takes about takes me four to five hours. So, so. oh, really? So you go you go very in depth with these. This is a is a very intense um, podcast that you put together. I do. Yeah. So how do you track your podcast views streams? Do you use Anchor? What is your like go to platform for this? So when I started the podcast, I started on Anchor because Anchor's free. And then yeah. I moved to Castos and I've been using Castos for like a year and a half and the move couldn't have been any easier. And I've been using, I know a lot of the team up at Castos and so that worked really well. And I couldn't be happier to be honest with you. Okay. I just pulled it up. Castos is the podcasting platform you've been waiting for. Okay. One thing I was curious about, and this is something I think that's holding a lot of people back from moving over from Anchor. I know that when you move or migrate a website, sometimes you can have some damage to your SEO for your website. Was there any issues with transferring over to this new platform for hosting? Like not at all? On the podcast side, none. You just basically redirect the RSS feeds and you're done. And the Castos will help you do that. They do something that's really cool over at Castos. And I think they still do them. They have office hours on Tuesdays at noon. So you can get on with the Castos team and ask any questions you want. It's an open book. I, love I managed to get on an, an office hours where I was the only one who jumped on that week. So I had like three Castos team members to my room <laughs> for an hour. And that's in this business, that's like gold. So the issue isn't Castos. The issue is if you're embedding your feed on your website and you change mm-hmm. hosts, you got to go change all your embeds. And at the time I made the move to Castos, which would have been last September, I was in the process of redesigning my website and uh, moving it around. So I just did it all at once. Do you dynamically update your podcast pages on your website? So for instance, do you have like some sort of dynamic function that does this for you? Or do you have to actually go get the code for every single episode and paste it into the blog post? You got it. I I grabbed the code. The format's the same. So basically what I do is I duplicate the last one and then go in and change, go in and add the show notes, go in and add a quick summary. And that's yeah. all part that's all part of the process. Yeah. So give us a sense now that you're three years into it, give us a sense of one, the the scale that has been achieved like on the podcast in terms of streams, downloads and stuff. And then two, how that has impacted your life, marketing, et cetera, because You've been putting out content for a long time, it sounds like. Very proficient at it. A lot of people want to get in the podcast again, like I mentioned earlier. So if there's if there's something you can give them as a bait to get them to jump in, like what's the what's the benefit so far and how big has this been able to scale? So I'll give you the selfish benefit first, because there's yeah. always something in. Besides business traffic, it's all the amazing people like yourself, people I've interviewed, people I've become good friends with over podcasting that I've gotten to meet along the journey. And that is the amazing thing. I mean, I've interviewed probably the highest person at Automatic, which is the parent company WordPress. I've interviewed people up at Automatic, including Matthias Ventura, who's a Gutenberg lead, came on with me. I've interviewed other marketers. I've sat down and talked to people about podcasting, all kinds of stuff. So for me, if you want the selfish take, it's an hour masterclass I get that I get to ask any questions I want to ask out of anybody. But from a business perspective, it puts eyes on my business. I did a 
a talk a couple of months ago at the Adirond Summit, a fireside chat, and it was all about how to use podcasting to grow your business. And it just, right. it puts eyes on my website. It puts eyes on me. It puts eyes on what I do for the community. And that is worth it. I wouldn't get hung up when you first start at the number of views. I'm well over thousands of views of the of an episode now of listens. So, oh, wow. So that I wouldn't get hung up on because you got to be prepared when you start this, whether it's podcasting or live video, you're going to be talking to nobody for about 10 episodes. Hi, this is Lucas James. Are you struggling to get meetings booked with potential prospects for your agency? I'll tell you what, when I first started, I had the same issue, but I was able to A-B test hundreds of different variations of copy on multiple channels and figured out a secret formula to convert anyone from anywhere into taking a meeting with me. I've mastered this approach and now my agency, Twiz, books meetings on autopilot. Last year, we booked 1,731 meetings, closed 234 accounts, and generated $1.72 million in revenue. I want the same thing for your agency, so I've decided to give away some of my best performing outbound copy scripts for free. That's right, absolutely free. If you want to transform your business for free, go to agencygo.io forward slash leads to get your free lead scripts today. That's agencygo.io forward slash leads. Now back to the show. Yes, that is very true. Uh, we, we, uh, I'll show you this actually, you get a kick out of this. I know for the listeners, I wanted to give them the back end of how this is all working. So this is, this is our podcast, which you're on right now. And I think it's kind of meta, but for anyone who's watching this video, I'll share my screen and show you. This is uh, our podcast. We launched it almost a year ago, I think now. So yeah, we had one play, 20 plays, yep. 13 plays, nine plays, like for the first four months, you know, literally nothing. And then it started growing, 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 growing. And then this month, I think, cause we're not, we're not at the end of the cycle yet. I think it'll probably hit like 1500, but we had a huge jump. And the big jump for me actually, weirdly enough, was adding in a bunch of solo episodes. So I've started to do solo episodes on like how we've grown our agency and and that's what's responsible for these really big spikes because we'll have days where, you know, it'll just shoot up like this. And um, usually it's because of uh, somebody either sharing it on their platform or us doing some sort of, I guess, clickbaity uh, episode about how we grew our agency or something like that. But it's usually what gives us a lot of streams in that in that short period of time. So is that kind of what you saw, that same growth yeah, curve? Yeah, same idea. And it's the same value. Like people... There's different types of people. So some people like the interview formats. Mine usually run 30 to 45 minutes. I did have one run an hour and a half, which was, <laughs> well, and I and I knew it was going to before I did the interview because I asked the guest who is a, is a good friend and a mentor of mine to tell a story. And I yeah. knew when we got into the story, the story was going to be a 30 minute story. So I, I knew that was going to happen. And some people like the short episodes. And I actually threw it out there on Facebook in some groups and said, should I kill the short episodes? And I had several people come back to me and said, we like the five, 10 minute tips as much as we like the 40 minute interview. So there you go. Yeah, it is definitely. I mean, I got my inspiration from this uh, podcast host. His name's Nathan Latka. I just listened to his shows for like a year 
and all of them were 10 to 15 minutes. And I just think of them as uh, breakfast interviews or like breakfast shows where, you know, you're eating your food, you're listening to it and you're done, you know? So it's been great having you on the show. I want to, I want to dive a little bit deeper into sure. kind of your experience running an agency. Cause I know a lot of people as well listening to this, they're, you know, they're agency owners are trying to grow their agencies. How has that process been for you over the last 10 years? What's been your main focus? Has it been growing your agency? Has it been working with certain types of clients? What's been your main focus with your agency over the years? I would say the main focus is serving the client and helping my clients succeed in what they're doing. I wholeheartedly mean that as an agency owner, you're there to serve your clients. You're there to help your clients. And if they succeed, you'll succeed. So I've, I've always had that philosophy. I've also had the philosophy that you don't want to keep clients that are what I call tough or rough clients. So we've all yeah. fired a client or two. What I would say to anybody is if the client isn't working out, even if you're struggling, get rid of that client because right. it will become a brain, a time, and a money suck. And that is not a good thing. And then to grow it, there's a couple of ways. One is PPC ads, pay-per-click ads, that helps. The other way to grow it is referrals, which always helps. SEO traffic always helps. And frankly, podcasting or video casting helps, live streaming. So that's kind of how I've grown it. You know, if you were to give advice to your 20-year-old self, I ask this question to everybody on the show, what advice would you give them? Probably to narrow down what you're going to do more at the start than say, I'm going to do everything and then narrow it down later. You'd be better off. And then the other advice I always give, and it's something I always follow, is find people smarter than you to follow and learn from them and watch what they're doing and learn and become a reader. I read an hour a day every day. And mm -hmm. if you do that, you'll get through a book a week, 52 books a year, and you'll, I guarantee you'll be smarter than the next best person. That's fantastic. And, and uh, we'll just go into our lightning round of questions here. Sure. Yeah. One question we always ask is, is there a business book that you have recently read or that you enjoy that you would, wouldn't mind sharing with the audience? I just reread a book called The Inside Advantage by Robert Bloom that talks about making your business different and why different is better than fighting on price. Yep. Fantastic. And uh, this is more of a theoretical question, but because I know not everybody's trying to grow this fast, but obviously the title of the show is How to Scale an Agency. So if you had to grow your agency 10x this year in the next 12 months, what would you do to 10x your agency in the next 12 months? Number one, spend more money on pay-per-click ads. Number two, hire, hire some contractors or some people to work for you that you can depend on. And three, go after more high-ticket clients. That would be the third thing. Nice. So you actually already have a pretty significant process for PPC. What specifically are you doing paid ads for? Is it getting meetings booked in the calendar? Are you getting lead submissions or you know, contact info? What's, what's your strategy with paid advertising? A couple things. One of the things I run is PPC to get people on my mailing list. I have yeah. an active mailing list right now that's sitting at 8,300 active people on that list with a 65% open rate on a weekly basis, which is wow. almost unheard of. Yeah. <laughs> and, and there's strategies you can do, but the biggest thing is when you're, you own your mailing list, so, so treat your mailing list people right. And they'll keep reading. That's number one. 
Number two with PPC, I'll run them to a course or a talk I'm giving. I don't like to run PPC ads to high ticket campaigns because I find people like to start small and build up. So Interesting. Yeah, one of our strategies with paid ads is we'll drive them to a landing page to book a meeting. That's, that's one of the biggest ways for us. I'm curious too, I reached out to you on Twitter, of course, and how has Twitter played a role in all this? I know there's a lot of marketing agencies on Twitter. Do you enjoy being on Twitter? Has that been a good platform? There's a, there's a story there. I was very active on Twitter up until about five, four years ago, and then I kind of laid off it, and I did more Facebook. And mm-hmm. Facebook has, I think Facebook's a bit of a cesspool, and I yeah. have issues with the way they do things, how they do them. And then I took all my focus, most of my focus into it back into Twitter and LinkedIn. Right. And that has worked out much better. Twitter's really good for me for communicating, but I also go after clients on Twitter. So, and LinkedIn yeah. works really well. I, um, I co-manage a large group that's got about 9,000 people in it, just shy of, so that helps. Oh, wow. Which group is that? It's a WordPress product group. That's geared up oh. press agencies and stuff like that. Wait, what's the, what's the name of it? Jeez, we just changed the name. <laughs> well, I'm only asking because I might be part of that group. I, I, I am the WordPress of product community group. It's, it's actually um, run by uh, myself and Courtney Robertson. Courtney works for GoDaddy. Mm-hmm. And it was two people that LinkedIn handpicked to run that group. Wow. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That's phenomenal, man. Well, I definitely appreciate having you on the show. When did you, uh, well, actually, last question. When did you actually launch the, the agency for the first time? 12 years ago, March 25th. So, Got it. And so you've been, you've been doing content since day one. This wasn't like a strategy I found later. No, I was doing content before I launched the agency. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just constantly been doing it. Yeah. That, I mean, it's definitely the way to go. I mean, I, I know for retention and also, I mean, because for, for us, our agency you know, I, we were able to scale it to a good size uh, before I even launched doing any content, you know, before any podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Twitter, anything. And uh, I definitely regret waiting this long to do it. I think I could have gotten a lot more benefit out of it if I had started sooner. So that's definitely the right way to do things. I would agree. So thanks so much for being on the show, man. I really appreciate it. And uh, for anyone who wants to work with you or uh, get in touch with you, how can they do that? And do you have any ways for people to get started working with you if, if there's anything? Yeah, there's a couple of easy ways. You can go to stunningdigitalmarketing.com, which is our business website. If you want to see links to all the social or anything else I do, you can go to stunningdigitalmarketing.info. And that's basic, it's basically a link tree type site that gives you all the links to where I can be found. Or I'm at Rob Cairns on Twitter. So feel free to reach out and say hello and we can start conversation there. Well, thanks so much for being on the show, man. It's, it's been great having you. And uh, for everybody listening, Rob Cairns is a uh, content master, has been producing content for 12 years on podcasts blog posts, thousands of blog posts on his marketing sites as well. It's been great having you on the show and everybody who's interested in joining any of his groups or maybe uh, working with them, definitely reach out. Thank you so much, man. It's been great having you.